You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now locked and loaded for daily fantasy glory. DFS Lineup Lock, sponsored by DailyRoto.com, begins now. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. And, Tony, we have a big night of action. Eleven games on the NBA slate that we're going to get to break down. we got some injuries to talk about. And we have a new way for people to win a little bit of cash in the NBA as well. Big night in the association, Tony. I'm all fired up about it. Uh, I'll tell you what, I got a headache, though. It's been too many games today. It was another good night last night, and uh, we got a big slate tonight. I've been going through a million lineups, and uh, I'm not in love with my lineup tonight, so I'm hoping something will change, and uh, you know, maybe we'll get some uh, injury news or something will change, because I'm, I'm not in love with my lineup. doesn't right. mean we can't win, though. Of course not. Of course not. As you know, we did hit last night in the association. Some people were telling me on Twitter that the lineup that we gave out helped them win a little bit of cash. As you mentioned, Tony, we got some injuries. Carmelo Anthony questionable for tonight. Gorgie Dang questionable. Steven Adams also in Oklahoma City, so there may be some opportunity there. And Mike Conley is questionable. Could that mean Tyreek Evans is an interesting play today for uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, he could be. When, whenever they lose some guys there, especially Michael Conley takes a bunch of shots there, uh, he could step in and, and absolutely grab some time. Um, there's no update on Mike Conley. Uh, according to the Grizz coach, he's questionable. Obviously, he's struggling. I feel for him. He was so excited about coming out of the gates this season and playing well from day one. It's a real frustration with the Achilles pain. That doesn't sound like a rounding support, even if he does play. Yeah, fair enough. And, Tony, I find tonight's slate interesting because, like we said, there are 11 games on the slate. But you taught me well to look at the over-under total. And of these 11 games, only three of them are even above two. 10 tonight so where are we going for the actual high-flying action in the association tonight out west on the uh, late night i like the late night i like the philadelphia la game to tell you the truth and uh, i like the new orleans pelicans tonight i think those two spots are uh, guys where we can go uh, the pelicans get that toronto team on a back-to-back all right, fair enough. And you mentioned that late game, Tony. I know you're also going to be talking a little bit tonight as it relates to that Phillies-Lakers game about how we could even use the new in-play game where you could really go quarter by quarter live as you are watching the game for a special type of person who wants even more action, right, Tony? Yeah, this is actually a great thing. So the NBA, we, we've heard more and more that they, uh, the commission is all about uh, getting in on some gambling. He wants that in-game environment. He's been supportive of the fantasy industry. And they went and they've put together their own new game in play. And what you can do here is you can actually win prizes uh, to buy stuff on the NBA store and things like that and compete against everybody. You pick a team, you pick a quarters. And I'm going with the Philadelphia 76ers tonight in that game on ESPN against the L.A. Lakers. And we'll break down how to do with that a little later in the show. All right, fair enough. When we talk Lakers and Sixers, we will definitely talk a little bit more about the in-play action as well. But, Tony, 11 games on the slate. We got to get through them, and we're going to dive right in when we come back here on Lineup Lock Live. Today and every day, we are brought to you by DailyRoto.com, Dane Martinez, and Tony Sincata. Let's see if Tony can stay hot, flop the nuts to help you win that cash. Come on right back, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 
Hello, friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the Draft Kings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman sent you. Welcome back to Line Up Lock Live here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dan Martinez and Tony Sincata. We're going to take you through a big night in the association. Tony, we've got 11 games to get into, so let's dive right in. The first game, our boy Mikey Florio is actually going to our first game up. It is the Utah Jazz taking on the New York Knicks here at Madison Square Garden. Knicks are four-point favorites. The total of this game is 203. Tony, I'm trying to figure out how the Utah Jazz make up for the loss of Rudy Gobert, and I see Thabo Sevalosha at $4,000. I know he didn't have have a great run in here last time he was in New York with the NYPD. Maybe he's ready yeah. to have a better game tonight. What do you think about him at only 4000 He's not a bad play at times, but the problem is he just doesn't score enough. Like you got you to get some steals, you got to get assists, and they play really slow. I, I, you know what? He's not a bad play, but he's not anybody I would be keying on in this contest. Uh, tonight in here I think when you're looking at a, a play that we could go ahead and we could grab someone uh, people are going to be looking at uh, Donovan Mitchell and it's crazy because um, when I think about him he's not that great and he gets the ball a lot about 25 percent of the time and uh, I wouldn't play anyone from either side in this contest tonight Really, nobody from either side. I was going to ask you about Tim Hardaway Jr. He's been pretty good lately, and I know outside of KP, he gets a ton of usage for the Knicks. Yeah, yeah, it's just a low total, and Utah, very good defensive team uh, right there at the top of the league. So I will go elsewhere as opposed to uh, attacking the Utah Jazz. Fair enough, fair enough. You always say you don't make much money attacking the Jazz or the Spurs. Our next game, the Washington Wizards are in Miami to take on the Heat. The Heat are one-point favorites. Tony, this is like the third or fourth highest total on the board tonight out of 11 at only 210 yeah. points. On the Washington side, I know I always look at their backcourt. Is Beal or Waller better? play tonight you know it's funny uh that's a good question i'm going with bradley beal john wall's been a little banged up so um the, his price has dropped down though on DraftKings to 8700 bucks which is attractive uh bradley beal's got a 7200 price i don't like the shooting god uh pool tonight i think there are other gods we can play very gods very similar to john wall uh so basically on roster construction because the shooting guy's a little weak uh bradley beal becomes the better play all right fair enough on the miami side i know you usually like a guy like hassan watts white side but tonight he's up against the washington front front court that really defends the center pretty well um can you still roll out Whiteside? You can at eight thousand bucks. I rather spend a six hundred more and go and get uh Joel Embiid out in that game in the West Coast. The problem is those Washington guys can defend well, and there's a couple of them guys they can throw in, and they can keep using the fouls against Hassan Whiteside. And Hassan Whiteside's one of those guys that's 
you know what? There's not a lot of consistency there. He's the perfect guy uh, for tournaments because he can get you 50 fantasy points, but there's too many nights when we get 20 uh, and he's sitting on the bench because the coach gets pissed off at him because he didn't hustle down the court one time. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So we'll keep it moving. I'm trying to find a game you like, Tony, out of these 11 with a lot of these low totals, and I doubt you're going to like many of this next one, but I got to throw it at you anyway. I'm talking about the Sacramento Kings going to Atlanta to take on the Hawks. The Hawks are home four-and-a-half-point favorite. This total is only 204. But as I've been learning throughout this NBA season, Tony, when we talk about the Atlanta Hawks, Dennis Schroeder is usually pretty cheap. His usage rate is real high. Could he may, uh, Can he make your lineup tonight? He's not going to make my lineup, but he could make my lineup tonight. Uh, Sacramento's a team that plays... Uh, slow in pace, so Atlanta's going to go down in pace in this one, but Sacramento goes up. I actually like the Sacramento side okay. in this contest. I like De'Aaron Fox. The only problem is, he, is he's got to keep playing, and George Hill is there and back and healthy. George Hill's not a great player. He should be a backup, and just hopefully they stay committed to De'Aaron Fox. I liked him there. And they also have a guy that gets off the bench that plays a little uh, two guy that's is a cheap price in Justin Jackson. You can go ahead and use him at thirty five hundred bucks uh, in tonight's game as well. But Dennis Schroeder is the top play in this game at sixty eight hundred bucks. He's been getting the ball almost thirty percent of the time. I mean, it, it's crazy. But there's a huge down in pace. Uh, in this contest that I'd be a little leery, but the $6,800 price is nice for Dennis Schroeder. All right, fair enough. Let's keep it moving. I'm still on the hunt to find the game that you like, Tony. What about this one? The Detroit Pistons, they go to Milwaukee to take on the Bucks. The Bucks are home favorites by four and a half point. The total in this one, though, only 207. I got to ask you about these Bucks, though. You got the Greek Freak, and you have uh, Bledsoe. Can you ride one or both of those guys out tonight? I'll tell you what, uh, it, it's you can go Giannis Antetokounmpo, right, any night of the week, right? right? There's not a bad play, and we don't have to worry about that. And, in fact, tonight it all comes down to do you play him uh, with all the uh, big salaries out there with LeBron James, and, and do you play him? I don't like him as much as those guys tonight, so I would probably pass on him. The Bledsoe uh, situation, he has played well. His usage rate 25% of the time. And Giannis Antetokounmpo has actually gone up since he's been there. He's at 30% of the usage rate. The guy that I like on this team tonight is Chris Middleton. Again, I talked about the shooting guard being not as strong position tonight. He's still getting the ball 22% of the time. He gets one-on-one defense all the time. And they spot him up and they get him the ball. And he can bang down some threes. So Chris Middleton's the guy that I really like on this team uh, in this contest uh, tonight for uh, DFS. John Henson's an interesting guy because he's only 4700 bucks and he doesn't get the ball a ton. But when he does, he puts the ball in the hole. He doesn't. He gets mops up rebounds and puts the ball in the hole at forty seven hundred bucks. He's not a bad play either. All right, fair enough. Hey Tony, I want to ask you about the other side of this game on the Detroit side. We have Andre Drummond at center at nine thousand on DraftKings. I think he could be an interesting play tonight. But I want to clarify for the folks that are going to try and use the uh, you know the kind of in was the in game or the in play app, right? Like. Andre Drummond would not be a good fourth quarter play because of his piss poor free throw percentage, right? 
Yeah, well, um, yeah, that would be uh, that would be a good call on your part. I would actually, uh, we'll, I'll get in a little strategy about that a little later. Yeah, but Andre Drummond, yeah, you don't want him in there because a lot of times he'll have to come out of the game. Ah, Jesus, I got him on my season-long fantasy team, and um, he went over seven one night, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Really? I was looking at my free throw percentage. Over seven? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, over seven. I'm like, you got to think about this. Like, let's put this in terms. Can you imagine having a job where your job is to shoot a ball in a basket and you have this play where nobody covers you and you're just free to shoot and you get paid almost $20 million to do this and you can't get it in? Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, something that you should probably work on in the offseason, I would imagine. You know, they say, uh, I think it was like Malcolm Gladwell wrote that book, you know, uh, with like 10,000 hours of practice. You could be an expert at anything. I bet Andre Drummond has 10,000 hours in the offseason to work on this. But, Tony, I got to tell you, I'm really excited about this in-play contest now that the NBA is offering. It sounds like you could get credits at the team store. You know what I would do? I would get the smallest size jersey of Giannis Atenacumpo as possible and see if they could fit all the letters on the back of the jersey with limited cloth space. That seems like you put a lot of thought into that. That was actually a a great one. I actually have one NBA jersey, real jersey, and it's autographed, uh, and that is the Spurs' Tony Parker. Oh, wow, that is pretty good. No, Tony, I swear to you, I just came up with that literally in the last couple of minutes. That's why they have me hosting live radio and TV. You know, it's that kind of quick-witted action. It's that, and you got to be all right to be able to keep up with the Tony Sincata. As we said, though, always here on Lineup Lock Live, we put poll questions up as well to help you follow along at the Tony Sincata at Spittin' Speeds as well. Tony, you mentioned that the uh, shooting guard pool was a little limited today, so so looking at that poll right now, we have Chris Middleton at 6,500, Victor Oladipo at 7,100, Bradley Beal at 7,200, and DeMar DeRozan at 7,600. We're going to talk about some more of these guys moving on, but you mentioned Middleton already, but right now, 39% of the voters are going with Indiana Pacers shooting guard Victor Oladipo at 7,100. Do you agree with them? Yeah, he's a good play, absolutely. And that price has dropped down. He was getting in the high 7,000 to 8,000. So I think that's a good play there. Um, I would actually use him out of that group. If I had the money and money wasn't an issue there, I think he is the guy that I would use. All right, fair enough. But if money wasn't the issue, the most expensive guy on that poll is DeMar DeRozan at 7,600. When we come back right here on Lineup Lock Live, we're going to dive into that game a little bit. Toronto Raptors are down in New Orleans to face the Pelicans. We'll find out if Tony likes uh, Boogie Cousins or Anthony Davis more in this game. And what about DeMar DeRozan versus a bad defense against the shooting guard? This game has a total of 219, which in the 11 on the board is the second highest total of the night. I gotta believe that Tony's gonna like some of the action in this one, Tony. Am I right? You're getting ready to start to give us some of the guys from your lineup in this uh, Raptors-Pelicans game? Absolutely. All right, fair Absolutely. enough. Absolutely. Don't go anywhere. That's right. So keep it locked right here to Lineup Lock Live, presented by DailyRoto.com, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, where we dive in to this Raptors-Pelicans game after the break. That and all the rest of the games in the association on a Wednesday night. It's Dane Bartinez and this guy, V. Tony Sincata, is going to make you some money. Come on right back. It's Lineup Lock Live. 
is Greg Sussman, your fantasy football BFF, and I'm here to tell you all about the Big Game Trivia Challenge, sponsored by DKMS. All you have to do is answer four questions in a row right, and you win two tickets to the Big Game in Minnesota on February 4th. Make sure you're locked and loaded in the Fantasy Sports Radio Network so you always know when we're playing. The game only happens once a day, and the show changes, so make sure you listen and watch and play the Big Game Trivia Challenge, sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Lineup Lock Live. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. We got 11 games to talk to in the association. We are four down, seven to go. But Tony, breaking news in the world of baseball. It looks like Corey Kluber has won another AL Cy Young Award. Corey Kluber, I think they got it right. It was either him or Sale, right? Yeah, and Sale had problems in September. Sale's ERA, I believe, was over four in September. So Corey Kluber, a guy that started out the year a little banged up, took it easy, and then uh, came through. Didn't pitch well in the postseason, so uh, he got the award. It'll look nice on his mantle, uh, but I'm sure he would have uh, liked to pitch a little better in the postseason this season. Fair enough. Let's keep it moving because we do have seven games left to cover here in the association tonight. And the next one is the Toronto Raptors in New Orleans to take on the Pelicans. The Pelicans are three and a half point favorites. Total in this game is 219, one of the highest of the night. So let me ask you, as I look at the Pelicans, I always ask you, is this a boogie night or is this an Antonio, um, an Anthony Davis night? Which way are you going? I'm going with DeMarcus Cousins and I'm going with Rue Holiday. Uh, these teams played uh, within the last two weeks, and Rue Holiday put up 60 fantasy points against them. Uh, in that game, DeMarcus Cousins didn't uh, have a big game. He had 49 fantasy points. Uh, so I think you could get 60 fantasy points this time from DeMarcus Cousins. He goes over that. It's a back-to-back game for Toronto. Uh, I think it's getting a great opportunity for these guys. So I'm going to use two of the Pelicans. And on the other side, I'm getting in on this game as well, and I think he's going to be highly owned, to tell you the truth. Uh, but he's still got to do it because the salary's too low. And that's a guy named O.J. Anube. And uh, he's going to get the start tonight at 3000 bucks. Uh, they're a team that is down at the bottom of the rankings at covering small forwards, 27th in basketball. It's going to set up nice uh, for him in the start at the minimum salary. Yeah, it sounds like he is the original gangster, the OG, OG Anun boy. That might be, listen, if I won an in-play, you know, some in-play credits at the NBA store, maybe that's the jersey I buy, Anun boy. I might <laughs> like that one. Let me ask you in our next game, Tony, which is the Chicago Bulls going to Oklahoma City to take on the Thunder. This is one of the biggest spreads on the board, okay? The Thunder are 12-point favorites, 200 is the total. I would wonder how... How I would play this, not only in DFS, but in NBA in play as well, because of the potential for the blowout as the Thunder play the Bulls. I do know you want to talk about real quick on the Bulls. Chris Dunn might get the start. His playing time might be uh, more than usual, right? Yeah, so he should get uh, he should get plenty of playing time. He should get thirty minutes in this game. So I'm going to play Chris Dunn at forty nine hundred bucks. Uh, he becomes a guy that could be in play here. Russell Westbrook is a good matchup against Chris Dunn uh, in that game. He'll get a little more usage because we got some uh, injuries there 
on the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, Steven Adams is out, and Carmelo Anthony is questionable. So Anthony won't be 100% there. So more opportunity for Russell Westbrook. So tonight's a night. I think he can go back to the old days of Russell Westbrook, uh, where he actually gets assists by passing the ball to himself. Fair enough. But if you're playing that NBA in-play product, right, you would likely pick Bulls in the fourth quarter instead of saving a guy like Russell Westbrook or Paul George, right, because they might be sitting. Well, when you look at Russell Westbrook, I would go this way. Whenever you play in play, so you're picking four players from one team. Right. I would never, ever put my best player in the fourth quarter because you have there's three negatives by doing that. One is foul trouble. One is injuries, and then, of course, third is the blowout. Right. So I would always get either the first or third quarter, put my best players out there, because nobody ever sits out the start of the third quarter because of a foul trouble. It just never happens. Nobody ever sits out the start of the third quarter uh, when there's a blowout. They usually have their starting lineup out there. So I think you hit the first or third quarter. In the second quarter, too, um, you don't want to play your, your star player because right. you want a guy that plays both on the first team and the second team uh, and gets those overlapping minutes and like in tonight's uh, situation with Philadelphia uh, JJ Reddick's a guy that gets uh, the most uh, second quarter minutes and he's a guy there so he would play instead of Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid in that second quarter. No that's a great point you make there Tony Sincata when I watch basketball games you know they usually like the, the stars of the team they usually try to maximize the rest in real time instead of in game minutes you know by putting having them sit like right at the end of the first quarter to take advantage of say like that commercial break in between quarters as well. I know that LeBron does that all the time. So you got to factor those things in when you're playing NBA in play. Let's keep it moving to our next game. The San Antonio Spurs are in Minnesota to take on the T-Wolves. The T-Wolves are five-point favorites at home, and the total in this one is 207. Uh, Tony, when I look at Minnesota, I see that Taj Gibson is very, very cheap. Does he warrant a start in your book? No, the problem with Taj Gibson is he just gets lost sometimes in this offense. So if you needed like a salary play and you're 4900 bucks and you could throw him out, yeah, you could do that. But I, I don't want to do that. I, I think that there's limited upside there. Uh, but if you build your lineup and he's the, the, the weak point of your lineup, you're going to be all right in, in that contest. I look at this one. I look Jeff Teague. That's about it in this contest here. Uh, Jeff Teague at $6,100. Uh, you look at them. And they don't do a great job with the guards. But for the most part, I'm staying away from this game. Carl Anthony Towns is a guy we always have worthy of consideration. Uh, but once again, Joel Embiid is 8,600. Carl Anthony Towns is 8,800. It's a game with the highest total. Um, I like Drummond better than Towns tonight. And I like um, Joel Embiid better than Towns tonight. Nobody in San Antonio, Tone. Nobody on this San Antonio backcourt. Because, listen, I thought the Minnesota Timberwolves were going to play better defense this year. I thought Jimmy Butler yeah. knew how to play some defense. But I look, and still 26th against the point guard, 25th against the shooting guard, 23rd against the small forward. Does that make a guy maybe like Patty Mills viable? I was just going to say, I don't have anyone in, but Patty Mills absolutely could be uh, worthy of consideration. They're 26 in the league against uh, point guards. I used Patty Mills uh, in his last game, and he put up 20-plus fantasy points. He started the year not getting the start at point guard when Joe Parker was out, uh, but now he's in there, and he's doing a job there. I'll tell you what else is interesting is that if you look at Brian Forbes, 
He's not a great player, and he doesn't get a ton. But at thirty nine hundred bucks, again, if you need some salary relief, he gives you an opportunity. Yeah, you got to price enforce sometimes, so that may be an opportunity there. Let's get to this next game, Tony. The Indiana Pacers in Memphis in the Grindhouse to take on the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are four point favorites at home. Two oh five is the total. I remember at the top of the show we were talking about how we adjust if we get word that Mike Conley is out. I mentioned Tyreek Evans. But I know that another way you could possibly go is a guy like Mario Chalmers, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. He's a guy that will come in and he'll he'll touch the ball a little at the point guard position. Uh, he'll play a little two guard, so he'll be all over the place. And of course, he's going to do his favorite thing: shoot, 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 <laughs> shoot. And he'll do a ton of that, so he'll get an opportunity. And the Indiana uh, Pacers do not guard the center well. And Marcus Saul's price at seventy five hundred bucks. I think he's a strong play if you don't get Mike Conley. Uh, you look at his usage rate, it's 24%. He grabs 3 or 4% more with Conley not out there because Conley's usage rate is 26%. And if you just take that and you put 4 or 5% on each one of the starters and raise their game up, Marcus Saul ends up being a great play. All right, fair enough. So there's some opportunity there on the Memphis side. On this Indiana side, do you like anybody? We talked about Oladipo a little bit. He's the only one with a usage rate on that squad over 20%. But we know Memphis does play some defense. You like any Pacers tonight, Tom? Yeah, I gotta stay away from them totally. Uh, the, the Pacers are—I mean, Memphis is one of those teams that are very, very good defensively. You look at Memphis; they're probably right there when everybody's healthy with San Antonio and Utah. All right, fair enough. And Tony, as always, as I told you, we got the poll questions up. I'm looking at the power forward poll, and Tony, people are loving what you are saying. They don't care about eleven thousand dollars for Boogie Cousins. They don't care about ten thousand five hundred for Anthony Davis. Those guys are getting five and nine percent of the poll, respectively. Instead, it is the original gangster, OG Anuno boy, at three thousand, getting fifty nine percent of the vote. Tony, I'm going to try and use him on NBA in play myself so I can earn a lot of points at the team store, the credit store, and get myself (laughs) an Anuna Boy jersey. I'll tell you what. People will go wild with that. Yeah, he's going to be heavily owned tonight, like I said. But you know what? Everyone will say, oh, I'll go contrarian. If a guy's 3000 bucks, you can't go contrarian. What's going to have a bad game and get six fantasy points? I mean, I mean, you got to think about this. Right, you got to right, throw right. him in there. It's absolutely, as Tony has been teaching us all, it is about trying to find that 3-4-X in the NBA. And at $3,000, all a guy's got to do is grab a couple of rebounds, you know, have like dish it back out on a kick out for three and, and get two foul shots that he'll return to you value. But Dane and Tony, we're talking about so many ways to help you win a little bit of cash, whether it is in DFS, whether it's in the NBA in-play product. We're also telling you about ways as we partner with DKMS that you can not only win a little bit of cash in our free roll DFS contest weeks 1 through 16 of the NFL season. You could also answer some trivia questions on the Fantasy Sports Network and you can get tickets for two up to Minnesota for the big game where Justin Timberlake is doing the halftime show and if you want to make a little bit of extra money, bet the prop both Tony and I believe that Janet Jackson will make an appearance on February, I think it's February what is it, February 4th up there in Minnesota February Tony? 4th, yeah, 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 February 4th we got baseball in November and we got football now going to February absolutely, we got Corey Kluber winning the AL Cy Young, we got
got prop bets on Janet Jackson. We're telling you how to utilize the NBA in-play product, and we've got 11 games in the association to cover. We have gone through eight. We have three more left to go, including two of the highest totals on the board. We're going to start heading out west as well. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata right here on Lineup Lock Live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We're going to help you win some cash. Tony has been real hot lately. He's going to flop the nuts for you at the end of the show. You want to stay tuned for that. We've got three more games to preview. Come on right back after the break. It's more Lineup Lock Live. Hello, friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the draft kickings and FanDuel sharks, even the fantasy draft sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman sent you. Welcome back to Lock Lock Live, where Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata are doing it and doing it and doing it well. We got three games left in the association to talk through, and the next one is the Cleveland Cavaliers traveling to Charlotte. Say what's up to Michael Jordan and Ric Flair, where the Hornets are two-point underdogs at home. The total in this game is 217 and a half. Tony, I'm looking at maybe another start from Amon Shumpert at only 3,600. I know we were talking about before how we get with uh, with my man OG at 3,000, how we could luck into getting three or four X. Could the same be said for Amon Shumpert if he's starting tonight? I'll tell you what, the last game he had no points. He had five turnovers and, um, it's so, so hit no, or miss. it's the answer to your question. Is my question. Yeah, okay. I, I would try to go somewhere else. Mike Conley is uh, officially ruled out right mm. now. Uh, so he's officially out of the game. And I'll tell you what, the more and more I look at that, you got to get the Memphis guys in there. Uh, get, go get Chalmers, Tyreek Evans, and Mark Gasol in your lineups tonight. And I think you'll uh, do fine with those three bodies in your lineup tonight. Uh, Mario Chalmers is interesting because I was trying to look up. Uh, he's only thirty eight hundred dollars. So we were just talking about um, the situation uh, with Iman Shumpert. He's thirty six hundred dollars. So I much prefer uh, Mario Chalmers there. All right, fair enough. I want to ask you on the Charlotte side. It looks like the Hornets get Nicholas Batum back tonight, and I think yeah. that is very very interesting. I know this is a guy who can fill it up. Is only at. Forty six hundred on DraftKings. Is that mostly because you don't think he's going to play a ton of minutes in his debut? Yeah, that's the problem. There is not knowing how much time he's going to play. According to reports, twenty to twenty-two minutes. So I would pass on him tonight. And here's the thing: is they won't catch up quick enough. You you got to read the reports and trying to figure out how to pass how much time he's going to play, or just listen to us and we'll let you know how much time he's going to play uh, each and every day. And when he becomes a bargain that he's going to play twenty eight minutes, we'll jump all over that. So tonight I'm going to lay off him, but I love Kemba Walker in this matchup. Um, you're looking at Eamon Shepard's the only guy that defends in that whole backcourt of right. Cleveland now, and he doesn't stay on the court. 
Uh, Kemba Walker's a, a strong play tonight. All right, fair enough. Kemba Walker tonight and Nicholas Batum eventually for the Charlotte Hornets. Let's keep it moving, Tony. Our next matchup is the Orlando Magic out in the Pacific Northwest to take on the Trail Blazers. Blazers are five-point favorites at home. 209.5 is your total. Similar to how when I see New Orleans and I ask you, like, is this Boogie Cousins or AD? When I think Portland, I ask you, is this a Dame Lillard? or a C.J. McCollum kind of game? I'll tell you what. This is a game that I actually like a lot here. With Damon Lillard, it's definitely a Damon Lillard type of game. You look at Alfred Payton. He's coming back from an injury. Uh, he was not a good defender to begin with, and they keep rotating, and he can't stay on the court. So uh, he's a guy that can jump in. I, I like the C.J. McCollum side, too, against Evan Fournier as well. And then I think that Joseph Nurkic is a chance to give you an opportunity to go against Nikolai Vukovic, uh, who's not a great defender at all. All right, fair enough. So those are some options. What about a guy like Aaron Gordon on the Orlando side, Tone? Yeah, he's a guy that gets up and down the court. $7,300 is a nice price for him. Uh, so if you're looking at the power forward, he is certainly in play tonight. All right, fair enough. We have one more game on the association, and I wanted to save a little bit of time on this one. One, because to be quite honest, I think it's something of a marquee matchup when you got these some of the young talent that will be on display tonight in Los Angeles, but also because I know this is the game that you focused on for your own in-play research. So I definitely want to get your take on how you broke that down, but let's start with it from a DFS angle, Tony. The Philadelphia 76ers take on the Lakers in L.A., the Lakers are uh, home underdogs, getting three and a half point. Highest total on the board, though, Tony. 222 is the total. And I told you, you know, if I play in play, I want to get a jersey over at the NBA store. Based on my love of him so far, maybe I should get a Kyle Kuzma jersey, Tony. And to be quite honest, his minutes have been going up, up, up. The only problem is is that maybe you'll be part of a presidential inquiry because I think Kyle <laughs> Kuzma, uh, you know, might be coming from another country that likes to influence the elections. I'm actually going to go ahead and uh, go to the other side in this game with the favorite on the road. When is the last time uh, you saw the, the Philadelphia, Philadelphia 76ers? 76ers a I'll tell you on what, on this, road, on this road trip, right, they've been favored a couple nights. I mean, it's, they've been a favorite more than underdogs. Yeah, that's absolutely crazy in my mind. The last time that was the case, they had a guy named The Answer running around in the backcourt, in my opinion. Now they have Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. You mentioned you liked Embiid at 8,600, Tony. He's also leading our poll right now as far as centers go. 44% of the people like Joel Embiid at 8,600. Do you like Embiid and Simmons? First of all, for DFS tonight at DraftKings, I like I like Embiid a lot. I think he's one of the top center plays. I think that Ben Simmons is a little at nine thousand, a little higher priced. I'm not in love with him. I love JJ Redick in this game. They don't defend the two guard well, and he gives you an opportunity to play the two in three guards. So JJ Redick, I like. I like Joel Embiid. I'm going to use both those players uh, in this game. I think on the LA side that Kentalvis Caldwell Pope. Uh, is a guy that can use. They don't defend guards well in Philadelphia. He's a little bit underpriced uh, there. I'm not confident enough to go with Lonzo Ball because the salary is a little too high, but he does go across the board. And like I said, Philadelphia weak in the backcourt uh, there. So from a DFS perspective for me, that's Embiid and Redick. 
On the other side, uh, Ken Talvis, Caldwell, Pope you can like. And Brooke Lopez doesn't have a bad matchup, too, uh, because Embiid won't go out there to cover him. Uh, one other update, Rajon Rondo starting for New Orleans tonight. He'll be starting at the two-guard, which is uh, a little bit different. Yeah, that is a little bit different. When you think Rajon Rondo, you think about him as a point guard for sure. Tony, when you mentioned the presidential politics of it all, I thought you were talking about Lonzo Ball because as apparently it was 45 that got Ball's younger brother out of China for shoplifting, apparently. Um, he is on a plane, but they will be indefinitely suspended by UCLA. Tony, you mentioned when was the last time the Sixers were road favorites. Well, the Sixers are doing big things. Joel Embiid leading our center poll with 44% of the love. Carl Anthony Towns with 28%. Mark Gasol with 20 although Tony thinks that his usage should go higher now that we hear that Conley is out. Andre Drummond only getting 8% of the love at 9,000 in our center poll. But then on top of that, Ben Simmons is leading our small forward poll at 9,100 over LeBron James, over PG-13, and over the Greek Freak. You got Ben Simmons over three guys who have nicknames, yet 42% of the people are going with Ben Simmons. What's his nickname going to be? Yeah, I don't know. Gentle Ben is certainly not a name you want for an NBA player because those guys are tough. Here's the way it works uh, in in plenty uh, that you guys are going to jump on and you guys are going to go absolutely crazy. You're going to go over to NBA.com. You download the app. I've got the app on my phone, right? And I get my little in-play. You get my in-play out here, and I get ready to pick my team. And you pick four different players from one team, and you go quarter by quarter, right, Tony? So break it down for me. You gotta go quarter by quarter, okay? Yeah, quarter by quarter. So basically, I go and I did some research today. Ben Simmons averages eight point three minutes in the first quarter. Uh, So right there was the highest on the team. I'm using them in the first quarter. The Lakers are twenty fourth in the NBA defending point guards. They average five points per first quarter. Ben Simmons just tracking the first quarter. Two and a half rebounds. Two and a half assists and almost a steal. So in quarter one, this guy is going to have five points, two and a half rebounds, 2.2 assists, and almost a steal. So I'm going to throw Ben Simmons in. Now, the only negative I have if I want to nitpick and try to find something is he doesn't shoot three-pointers. Uh, so I am going to get all that. Plus, I'm going to enjoy watching the game and them talking about Lonzo Ball and Ben Simmons and two young players matching up. I'll feel like uh, you know I'm in on the game. Yeah, absolutely, and I like that you picked this game also, Tony, with 222 as the total. There looks like there should be a lot of production involved. I noticed, Tony, that you went Ben Simmons in the first quarter and then Joel Embiid in the third. Like you were saying before, at when they start the second half, they bring all the starters back onto the court and they get their run. So is that part of why you go Simmons and Embiid quarters one and three and then other kind of guys like shooters, to be quite honest? in quarters two and four when you got J.J. Redick in the second quarter? Yeah, so basically I think that's going to be a strategy that we're going to use in plays. We take our two best players and we play one in the first quarter and one in the third quarter, uh, as we mentioned. You know, that way stay out of foul trouble, blowouts and injuries don't impact time. And we look at Embiid, 4.8 points in the third quarter of the season. Two and a half rebounds, assist, and half a block. The Lakers struggle defensively. They've been okay against the center position, but we don't worry about that because Joel Embiid is not your average center. As you mentioned, the second quarter, I'm going with J.J. Redick because he play, he's one of the first guys off the court in the first quarter. So he stays out there in the second quarter. He starts the second quarter. He's playing 7.7 minutes uh, in the second quarter right now. He can shoot three-pointers, as we know. He's getting 3.3 shots per 
every second quarter right now. And I'll tell you right now, when I see him come down and I see him at the three-point line, I hit my little turbo button for the next 90 seconds. I get all these multiple points, and I'll be throwing popcorn all over the place. Okay, Tony, now that's an interesting feature of the NBA in-play game is this turbo idea. Tell the people a little bit more about because you have to be kind of like watching the game and almost like picking up the broadcast of the game. This requires a special kind of uh, you know person who really likes some action, shall I say. How do you use the turbo function, and what does that do for you? Yeah, so I'm, I'm telling you, uh, uh, it's the first game of the season, right? We're going at it hard tonight, and we're going to be learning. We're going to be sharing experiences because the first time I played, I didn't even know about the turbo. I, I didn't understand it, so I never hit it. So here's what happens with the turbo. All four of your picks, when you hit that turbo button, you get scores for and you get bonuses for. But you don't want to do it going into a timeout, and then you're screwed, right? So you got to do it coming back from a timeout, and we want to do it when we get the ball in our hands. We want the ball in our hands. We don't want the ball on the other team's hands, and we want to see it like a three-on-one, two-on-one, and then hit the turbo. So like mid-break, you really got to be focused on it. As yeah. soon as you see that outlet pass, turbo it up. When we come back on Line Block Live, we'll dig in a little bit more into the NBA in-play app, and Tony will give you his uh, DFS lineup for the association tonight. Come on back. DFS lineup block sponsored by DailyRoto.com. For the folks that are going to try and use the in-play app, right? Andre Drummond would not be a good fourth quarter play because of his piss poor free throw percentage, right? He went over seven one night. Can you imagine having a job where your job is to shoot a ball in a basket and you have this play where nobody covers you and you're just free to shoot and you get paid almost $20 million to do this and you can't get it in? Weekdays, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. FNTSY.com slash radio. Welcome back to Line of Block Live. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. And Tony, I got to learn more about this turbo function on the NBA in-play product. It reminds me of the old NBA Jam game when you could use the turbo and guys would like go on fire if they hit a bunch <laughs> in a row. So you're telling me that I'm going to make my lineup. And let's say I have, you know, Ben Simmons, right? And I see yeah. the Sixers are on like a fast break. I got time yeah. with my phone to then hit the turbo and it's connected to the telecast. And then I could get, you know, extra bonus points while Ben Simmons is on turbo if he throws it down and finishes the break? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly how it's going to work. And I'll tell you right now, I think the uh, NBA is the most progressive of all the leagues, and I really think that these are going to be added to the seats in the arenas soon, and we'll be able to go ahead and, while you're watching the game, hit your little uh, your joystick at your seat and go at it that way. And I'll tell you what, it'll make the games more entertaining, way more than uh, watching those crazy mascots. Yeah, absolutely. You talk about live action. Let me ask you another question, though, Tony, about this NBA in-play product. Would it behoove me to try and pick like a matchup, like we said, with a big spread that might be a blowout, and then try to pick like someone right from the bench for the fourth quarter? Well, yeah, I guess you could go like, that way. Is there a salary cap involved, or can I just pick whoever no, I want? No, no. 
you could pick everyone you want, one guy for a quarter, so four guys. Uh, you're going to have to have four different players and, and go at it that way. And so no salary cap there. So there's a beauty. I'll tell you what, when I first started playing Daily Fantasy, I played in a site that was similar uh, to this. They had no salary cap, but you would pick one player to get three times the value and then two players to get two times the value. And it, it's kind of like the whole uh, a bonus that we get with the, uh, the in-play in app. Yeah, I love that it. Makes, that makes great sense. I'm going to definitely have to try it out myself, and you guys should as well. Go to NBA.com. And you can find out the in-play app so you can get some live in-game action. And remember to use the turbo at the right time, not when they go into a 20-second timeout. All right, Tony, people here on Line Up Lock Live, they are listening because you are on a heater in the association. Let's keep it going. It's a little tougher today with 11 games to choose from. But, Tony, flop the nuts for the people. Who you got tonight? I'll tell you what, this is why you listen to the show, because uh, I had about half this lineup an hour ago. Half the lineup has changed since the show started. Mario Chalmers is my point guard tonight. We talked about the injuries in Memphis to Mike McConley. Yep. Uh, he'll be playing at point guard. Tariq Evans uh, will be my shooting guard. Tariq Evans yep. uh, there. I can get 30-plus points tonight. OJ Anube, you're going to have the jersey. The original and he's gangster. Some money. Yes, and he's going to provide us. He's getting a start tonight in Toronto, minimum salary. DeMarcus Cousins at the power forward tonight. Marcus Saul, three Memphis Grizzlies in there. You take one guy out, you increase the usage rate and the rest of these guys, and we're going with them. Chris Dunn gets a start for Chicago. He's in my lineup. Willie Cauley-Stein and Joel Embiid. So I get Embiid, and I got DeMarcus Cousins both in my lineup tonight. And then I made another lineup, the same lineup. The only thing I switched out, LeBron James, I put in for DeMarcus Cousins. So that's uh, my little diversification, just in case DeMarcus Cousins I decides to throw his mouthpiece at a referee or something. Interesting. You have exposure to Boogie and the King. And, Tony, I told you at the beginning of the show when we came back from a break that Corey Kluber has won the AL Cy Young Award, the NL Cy Young Award goes to Washington National Stud Max Scherzer. This is a guy who was a bulldog. There was a time in the year where I yeah. thought he was the best pitcher in all of baseball. Tony, tomorrow. Here's the funny part go ahead, go ahead. about that, though, right? Go back to preseason. He had a broken knuckle yeah. and he went in the third round in some drafts. Like, he pitched the whole year before with it, and people were afraid of it. Nah, I mean, this guy's going to go out there. It'll take a lot more than that to keep a guy like Max Scherzer off of the mound. So congrats to Scherzer and to Kluber. Tony, I had Kluber as my AL Cy Young before the season started. In the NL, though, I had Noah Syndergaard. I guess that didn't go so well. But on Thursday, tomorrow, we got a lot of football to catch up on. Running backs and wide receivers. Receivers for week 11 in your daily fantasy lineup. Hope you win some cash in the association. Hope you win some cash on NBA in play that you can go buy a jersey from. Have a good night, Tony.